Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Spiritual Rebels and Misfits podcast. We are really excited that you're here to get weird with us. <laughs> and we're going to have all kinds of, you know, absurd ideas playing around with magnificent guests. And we're just going to go to places you always wanted to go. But, you know, you can tell mom and dad how you felt about aliens, about channeling. You couldn't say fuck. I'm Ashley Bradley. I am a mom. I am an intuitive business coach. I'm a business psychic and a channel. And I am James Lester. I am an open homosexual. I'm a speaker, a writer. I am a member of the recovery community, and I am a queer activist. And after you listen today, we would love it if you would follow us in one of the podcast places, Spotify, Apple, just to name a few. Subscribe, leave us a review. It helps new people find what we've created. And we thank you for listening. Let's do this. Hi, everybody. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so before we dive in, I think we should sing happy birthday no, to James. No, yeah, we don't should. Don't start getting weird about shit. We just had this conversation. Put a one if you want to <laughs> vote to sing happy birthday to James. Or put a two if, if it's a no. Or just put a one if you're down put for it. Put a three if you're over Ashley's one and two bullshit. <laughs> Solange says one. Oh, yeah. God. Happy four years. It would just be me, but I mean, I'm willing to do it. I love you that much. Don't. You love singing that much. Only if you. I did do a um, Disney karaoke version um, of a special song that I wrote for him last year for three years. And it was mm-hmm. to the tune yeah. of Little Mermaid, uh, Part of Your World. And it was, um, there were some lewd lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was really good. Um, yeah. Look at all these happy birthdays. I know. Thank you everybody. That means a lot. Thank you for the posts that you posted today. It actually all bullshit aside. It meant a lot, but do you want to talk about some of the other things that have been like coming up? Because I think that we started to chat about, you were like, I really want to learn about like the, neurology of milestones and the Mm -hmm. things that surface. And I felt like that was a different side of it that people might not think about, or if anybody else is hitting milestones and like their sobriety, do you want to share what happens for you? Well, I'm really interested in the neurology of it all because I've never been one to like believe in milestones, but I do tend to have two milestones pretty much back to back every year. Um, as some of you know, if you watch, like I, I did have a near-death experience. And so when that hits, and then also my sobriety birthday, and people used to always say, like, when I was first getting sober, like, you're, you're going to get really squirrely around your birthday. And I was like, that's such bullshit. But every year, I it's just tripped me out because I feel like every year my brain releases more memories. And I kind of was experiencing that today, like good, bad, and different. It was releasing like more memories things that I kind of blocked away from my own escapades in my own childhood. And I was telling Ashley, I really realized that like I do get really weird and I get like I don't I don't try to not believe in anxiety too much. But I get really anxious when people talk about my like me in a, like a positive manner for too long. And I started to really realize that it, it did come from my childhood that, you know, usually like when things were really good, when there were high highs in my family, it ended up in low lows. So I, I realized that when people talk for too long about like, oh and my why gosh. why was that? Well, I mean, I, 
I'm at a point where I don't need to like bash my family or talk about my family, but I come from a family of alcoholics mm -hmm. and my alcoholic family, there'd be high highs when they were high <laughs> and then yeah. there'd be low lows afterwards. So yeah. I just, every time someone starts to speak so highly of me or really put me like on a pedestal, I get very finicky. And mm. so I just realized that today I started to have flashbacks and I just thought it was really interesting. So it's like your brain is like, when this happens, and this always happens after, and it's like you're bracing yourself for like the for discomfort, even though that's not how life is anymore not, for you. Not anymore, but yeah. I, I did realize that today. So I'm, I'm very interested if other people in sobriety, when they hit that milestone, if they start to unlock more memories, if they start to you know have flashes, because I did have flashes of what life was like in my disease, things I had you know, kind of stashed away. So it was very interesting day today. We are going to celebrate him and take him to a special dinner tonight. And I keep asking him, I'm like, do you want to know where we're going? Like, do you, do you want to know? And he's like, I feel like you want me to know. And you don't want it to be a surprise, but he hasn't said, tell me. So. Cause I, I know you want to tell me. So, <laughs> so we'll just take him That's there. That's how I keep things hot and heavy in a relationship. <laughs> I don't always give you what you want. So let's talk about the main things that we're talking about today, because I am really interested about this topic and you've had more conversations with our guests than I have. Yes, we are going to dive into astrology with Natha and we're going to go into event astrology. And so we're actually going to use James's sobriety date of four years ago to I, I never even really thought of that. Oh, yeah, you can pull a chart for like specific moments or specific really big events like that. And so we are going to look at like event astrology. And she was the first one to mention to me about asteroids and that asteroids in your chart bring in specific influences. Never heard of that before. Like, so we're like, cool. Like, will you teach us about that on the podcast? So if you've never heard about that, I'm stoked to do that. We did have a photo um, we wanted to get your opinion on um, as well. And so, you know, you know, there's like places like Gaia that are just like super serious, you know, spiritual. So this is our attempt to be taken more seriously in the spiritual Yeah. Community. What do you guys think? So if, is, should we you know, use this like for our new cover? Like maybe we feel like if we just have more crystals and um, I don't know, James literally was looking for his his penis crystal yeah, someone for this stole photo, my penis crystal. couldn't find it. So if you, I just want to put a disclaimer. <laughs> if you were in my home and you stole the penis crystal, if you return it, there'll be no questions asked. <laughs> All right. Please sanitize and return the penis crystal. Cause other Ash is going to be real pissed about that. <laughs> what are house. penis crystals for? Like fertility? Fertility. Yeah. Oh, really? What, what? You should know this. I have not owned a penis crystal in all reality, but no. What do you, a lot of things. do you like, did you have any like specific things that you would use the penis crystal for? Like, not like that. Okay. Well, I mean, you just alluded to that. like that. Okay. So well, I'm, see, this is what I'm talking face, about. So. See, she always tries to throw me under the bus no. that I'm the one that has a, not no. like that. So not like that. <laughs> I meant like. If you had an altar and you're fucking going to have a penis crystal on an altar, like, I don't think you're using it for fertility. What do you think I'm using it for? I don't know. I want to know. You're like, alluding to nasty things. I know that you're a top and that you're not oh. putting anything inside. I know more about you than that. So I'm just asking, like, did it have any meaning to you? 
<laughs> Just to clarify, I did not seek out the penis crystal. All right, other Ashley Tashley is the one that brought the penis crystal into my life. It was drop a an eggplant emoji if you want a penis crystal, <gasps> and you're fucking using it for your rituals at home. Enlighten us. Well, maybe, maybe we'll have a penis crystal episode. I am sure of all our very spiritually See? lit up people, there is people They're needing penis crystals too. So. <laughs> the aesthetic. I don't know who this is. Facebook user. I guess they're like obviously. So drop a one if you do currently have a penis crystal. <laughs> drop a two if after this podcast you kind of get a penis crystal. <laughs> I love how Slan she's like poor Natha. What is she going to think about this? Well, it's I think better she knows now. Yeah, Shit. we always say we need to just like maybe there might be a time if our guests like hop off, like when they're backstage, they're going to be like, fuck these two, fuck this podcast, <laughs> fuck this penis conversation. This is not what I signed up for. I don't think that's going to be Natha. I think she's cool. So we do have a puppet show lined up for when that guest does eventually. <laughs> fail <on us. laughs> we'll just like prepare like a video and we'll like have it stored and. We'll just like cut to like, be like but anyways, we're getting okay. so off topic. Okay. Let's talk about what we're talking about today. All right. Okay. People are here to be educated, to have an experience. Stop talking about my penis crystal. Okay. Well, I first off want to know before we pull her in, like what your questions are as it relates to like event astrology or asteroids. Personally, I don't know enough about it to ask a lot of intelligent questions related to asteroids, other than like what does it mean? How do I find out if I have one? Does everybody have one? Um, but maybe you have better questions than that. So we really are going to like, let her just be the expert and educate us. But if there's certain things you're curious about, totally tell us anything else before we bring in Natha that you want to just like get off your chest or, you know, confess about. <laughs> no, I'm good. All right. Really taking this whole birthday thing, you it's took a turn birthday. with it. <laughs> <laughs> about you. Bring, bring in our guest, all right? All to right. Bring some sanity to the Natha, show. We're gonna pull you in. Okay, she's ready for us. Okay. Hi, Natha. Hello. <laughs> Hi. You're still here. I'm still here, and I was laughing because I mean, this isn't technically a penis crystal, but <laughs> you know. And it's double-sided, is it not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you could get really fun with the pointed or if you just wanted to go easier. Although, this, is, this is selenite, which is very porous. So I think technically yeah. it's, no, it's better. Crystals like that. We yeah. don't want porous crystals. But anyway, I wanted to let you know I can hang with your penis crystal combo and I'm all good. And you guys were cracking me up. Yes. <laughs> So um, I'm going to let you take lead of where you think we should start if we should start with like more of astrology or asteroids, because this is news to me, like all of this is news to me. So I don't even know what to start asking you first, honestly. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I guess I'll just start off just by telling you guys, like I read for four asteroids in every reading that I do. We all have we all have the asteroids in our charts. Um I think the most interesting asteroid to talk about tonight in relation to James, your sobriety birthday, because I have your sobriety chart here. Mm. Um, so I want to talk about the asteroid series, which again, we all have series in our chart. Series is about self-care and the way that we care for ourselves, for our bodies. 
And it's a really important asteroid because we don't, we get very conditioned by how our mothers cared for our bodies and how we see our mothers caring for her body. And then we bring all of that baggage into our lives. And so when we're talking about something like a sobriety birthday, you know, part of the big deal with getting sober is like, oh my God, I want to nourish and nurture myself and my body in a different way. So in looking at your chart, James, series, like, yeah, series is a big player in this particular chart. So yeah, I'll leave it at that. And then we can kind of weave our way around. But do you guys have any insights or anything to add to that or questions? I'm curious, like how I think like with asteroids, it feels like something that somebody that knows how to read a chart would need to look at them and, and tell you what it means if they're in like certain houses or certain places. Don't even know if I'm saying that correctly, because it's probably hard to like look at that and make any sense out of it if you don't know. Well, I mean, the thing is, is there are many different asteroids and stars that you can find information on. Um, what I like about the asteroid like series, for example, is it tends to be really prevalent for all of us, right? Uh, we all bump up against this idea of how do I take care of myself, right? And there's a lot of self-worth, a lot of like value issues that come up with series. And, mm -hmm. you know, the this whole thing, you know, our our mothers, as hard as most of our mothers tried they didn't meet our needs. And that's because we're all these really unique little souls with specific needs. But we can look at series and say, hey, what are your needs that didn't get met as a child? And so what is your job to, how do you, know, how do you meet those needs? And so the asteroids will have different weight in, pe in different people's charts. So it's not like when we're looking at astrology and we're looking at like the moon, everybody has a pretty strong moon because that's about our emotions. Everybody has a pretty strong sun. That's about our sense of self. So the asteroids can have less weight in a chart or they can have a really significant weight in a chart. But I, like I read charts all the time and like everybody relates to their series issues, right? So, um, so yeah, I don't know if that answered your question, but... Natha, can I ask you how you came to, because I've heard a lot about astrology and I think a lot of our viewers or listeners know a lot about astrology, but I've never heard about this. Was there a journey for you to be introduced to this? Oh God, yeah. I mean, I was going through a really rough time. And so, you know, speaking of event astrology, didn't know this at the time, um, but I was having a major like midlife transit that we all have when we're around 37, 38, 39, um, where shit kind of hits the fan, right? We, we get pushed up against our shadows like crazy. And I was going through that and I didn't know it, but I was like desperate. I was like, oh my God, there's gotta be like, I need some help. I need some guidance. And a friend said, oh, you should go see this astrologer. And I did. And my mind was like blown. She totally validated. I was going through a divorce. I felt like the biggest failure ever. I felt like I was going to like screw my kids up for life and never recover. And she just came in and she said, this is, this is in alignment, right? This is part of your journey. Here's what you're here to do with this. Here's why this has shown up. And I just felt like, oh my God, like there's this system. 
And it took me several years to get into actually like studying it um, extensively. And then, I don't know, five years ago, I found an, uh, I was found an apprentice situation with a master astrologer. And she just took me on this like crazy, wild two-year journey where it was all astrology all the time. And I just, I love it so much. It is it is like the framework for being able to understand our spirituality, our emotional security, our um, psychology. And so as you can tell, I kind of love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's an awesome story, though. Wow. My mind is kind of blown right now because the age that you gave, I'm I like, know, I'm 37, thinking, he's 39. And I was like, fuck. Well, I was looking at her. I was like, you ain't 37, you ain't 39. So <laughs> my mind's blown. <laughs> <laughs> she looks so young. I know. I know. You look really young. Um, <laughs> so I'm one and a different thing that I heard recently. Is it called neutrinos? Like there's something about like how I don't I don't even know like how it was explained, but like why the astrological influences are so prominent and how everything that's going on in the sky, that there's energetic things that are actually reaching us and our bodies. Um do you know how to explain that in a way that would make sense to us? Because <laughs> it's kind of complicated, right? It is. It's very complicated. And it's one of those things that's kind of like, why does, like, how does astrology relate to our experience? So there's this saying, like, as above, so below. Mm. Um, the All of the planets have human archetypes, you know, connected to them. And going into a chart, we can read them. And the truth is like, I don't exactly know how or why it works. But in reading hundreds of charts every single year, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I've never met you. I've never seen you before. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to cold read you. I'm going to tell you all about yourself and about your history and about your, um, the thing, your crises and your, um, you know, wins and it just works. <laughs> They're like, yes, I that's me. Like, okay. like it's kind of the same when I do readings and I'm just like, I don't fucking know mm -hmm. how I get this. <laughs> it's just kind of I tune in and it's just there. And I just and so I think it's very similar where it's just like mm -hmm. there's this connection in this field. And it seems as though there's different modalities out there, whether it's astrology or human design or other kinds of readings. And they're all kind of looking at bringing through very similar information in different ways through different systems. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's true. And I think that it's like, you can get, you know, the way I look at it is like, as long as the information coming through is valuable to you, right. As mm -hmm. long as it makes sense to you and it opens up doors in your mind where you're like, oh shit, yeah, that is me. And that is why I do that. And this is how that feels. Then it's totally valuable. And do we have to, you know, I mean, when I had, I had, I've had a few readings with you, Ashley, and it was like, oh my God, like the stuff that you're saying, like, how does, how did she know that, that she pulled that out of my head? And who knows? <laughs> like, is it, is it my guides talking to you? Um, is it, you know, you reading my mind? Is it some magical whirlwind that's come to, like, I don't know, but it works. So the other thing I thought was fascinating was this whole like event astrology. And I love that you brought in that suggestion of like, yeah, I've, I've done it for people for their sobriety date and the date that they got 
sober? Like what are other kinds of things that people might want to see like, like an event, astrology event kind of chart for that you, that you've done? Um, so obviously like people, so you can look at events going forward, right? So you come to me and you're like, we want to get married this year. Can you tell me when would be a really auspicious date? Or we can look going backwards. Like I got sober on, on this date, what was happening in my chart? Or, you know, I had a breakup on this date, what was happening? Or I met my soulmate on this date. And then we look at, we compare and contrast your natal chart, which is the chart that it's a map of where the planets were at the time of your birth. And we look at what was happening astrologically in the sky at the time of your event. And then we make connections of like, oh, okay. So this planet was connecting to this planet, which sort of generates this particular energy in your life, which might have propelled you to, you know, like in James, James, in your case, like propelled you to get sober. And it was interesting because I have also been sober now for five, a little over five years. Yeah. And I pulled my, yeah, I pulled my astrology event chart for sobriety too, after I pulled yours today. And it was like, we both have really strong planetary action and it's different action, right? It's like things that made a lot of sense to me. And we'll have to see as we look at some of yours, whether it makes sense to you for what was happening and kind of what what was tapping you on the shoulder saying it's time, right? Okay, awesome. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you, and to you too. So I am kind of a little, I am a little nervous, but excited to kind of delve into this. So how do we do this? Yeah. Just gonna open the can of worms, just gonna lay it all out there, or do you wanna ask questions? Well, you know, I, I think that, I think that I will start off by just, saying that let me start off by the biggest thing that I see in this chart and I'm just going to ask you some questions I'm going to kind of treat treat you like as if you're my client and I'm giving you a reading so whenever I'm doing that I'm always like back and forth because I want to make sure that I'm translating it in the way that really is pertinent to your life so the sun is all about our sense of self right it's our creativity it's the part of us that wants to be seen and validated. It's the real part of us. And then Saturn is a planet that is about boundaries and limitations and like kind of like getting our shit together, right? Mm -hmm. So at the time that you decided to get sober on, on your sobriety day, Saturn was in opposition with the sun. And what that means is that the part of you that was like, you know, I am, I have a lot to say in this life. I have a lot of things that I want to communicate. I want to connect with people. I want to be seen and I want to be real. I want to express my creativity. Um, Saturn came in and, and this is a long-term thing. This was happening all year in 2017, right? But it was very tight on the day that you decided to get sober. Um, Saturn was like, dude, look, like you're not going to be able to see yourself clearly. You're not going to be able to be who you came here to be. Your communication is messed up. You're not able to connect with people in the way that you want. And alcohol is blocking that. So you have some choices, right? You can continue to do what you're doing and get farther and farther away from your spirit and your sense of self. Yeah. Or you can take responsibility. And Saturn is like makes us do hard stuff right? And 
I know getting sober was fucking hard, (laughs) you know, but, but Saturn's like, you can do hard stuff. And if you stick with it and stay with it, you're going to be so rewarded because you're going to be able to see yourself so much more clearly. And the people in your life are going to be able to see you more clearly and things are going to be more authentic. So let me stop there and ask you, how does that, does that sound resonant to your life? It, it uh, absolutely sounds, yeah. It's okay. kind of a little jarring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, and just to be clear, you and I have never had a conversation about this. <laughs> Listening or watching, I've, you know, the, I just met you briefly before the show. So it's kind of, it kind of dropped my jaw a little bit that you were able to nail that. Cause that's absolutely what was going on in that time of desperation. <laughs> Cause I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, you felt this way. I was, I was drowning in self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So another big piece of this is that you came in just incredibly sensitive, right? Highly sensitive, um, really able to feel other people's emotions, really attuned to the energy of the room, to the energy of your family. You know, I would say that you're probably somebody that, you know, if, if I was going to walk up to you and be like, hi, but I had just had a fight with my husband, you would be like, something's off, right? I mean, does that is that accurate? Mm-hmm. Okay, Ashley, like, yes. Answer that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you came in just with so much sensitivity, um, and there was also something that was happening in this particular time period where spirit or your guides or whatever it is that kind of pulls you along with saying, all right, so the conduit is blocked, right? The, the alcohol keeps you numb. And, and I think that a lot of us that are highly sensitive, we do that. We, um, we can't take it, right? We're like, I need a break from all of this intensity. So I need to numb. And spirit was basically saying, if you want to really learn how to work with this gift and these things that you know, you have to clear the conduit and that is going to take getting the alcohol, getting whatever else you're using, um, getting it out of the picture so that you can actually really come back in and like, look at your shit and process it. Wow. Does that sound? Yeah. Yeah. When he gets quiet, it's because he's blown away because it doesn't happen that often. (laughs) So my best friend just nicely called me a fucking loudmouth, but yeah, (laughs) it absolutely is resonating. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, another big thing, and by the way, like this was happening when I was talking about that transit that I was having when I was going through my divorce, that Mm -hmm. is called the Pluto square Pluto. Um, We all have Pluto in our chart and then Pluto in the sky. So it takes 37, 39, it depends, years for Pluto to get to a 90 degree angle from where our natal Pluto is. Mm -hmm. And that is that transit that I was talking about where you're like, oh, I have to address, and Pluto stuff is shadow stuff, right? So I have to address that abuse that happened in my childhood. I have to address the power struggles that I'm engaged in in my relationships. 
I have to address the fact that I get so jealous. I can't stand it. And, and these are just examples, right? Because we all have, we all have the shadowy Pluto things that we're like, I don't, that's not here. No, I, no, I don't want to deal. Right. So you were coming up right on that Pluto square as you decided to get sober. Now that, that Pluto square happened uh, about a year later. So, and, and this is how it worked for me, right? As I got sober, everything was good. Okay. And then everything that I had been numbing and pressing down and not wanting to deal with, like stood up and raised its hand. And I was like, oh shit, <laughs> like this is here. This is here. This rage is here. This hatred is here. This envy is here. So my guess is that you probably got to walk through some of that, like after you had decided to get sober. Does that sound right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that I've watched a lot of people as the first couple of years of sobriety come along, start to face that. But it definitely in about year two slash three, that's when it really started to come up where yeah. it became a do or die situation. And for context, I'm 39 right now. So that makes sense. The, the 37, 38 pool that you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you made, you made a really like sensible decision. Um, I find that, so I work with a lot of people in the sobriety community as well. And I find that the Pluto transits are one where we tend to start getting like that wake up call of like something has to change. Um, when I was talking about your extreme sensitivities, that's Neptune and Pisces. That's also something that will propel us into sobriety, right? When we have a transit like that. Um, you had an, you had a third thing that was pretty significant. And this is related to Ceres that was happening. Um, Ceres, that asteroid, is that Ceres came up to make a connection with another asteroid called Chiron. Okay. Chiron is the wounded healer. Chiron is our wound. We all have Chiron somewhere. I've um, heard of it. But I never knew what it what it was. So now, thank you for yeah what it is. And I always thought it was like Chiron or something like that. So very helpful <laughs> to know what yeah. that is. Yeah. No, Chiron. Chiron can explain a lot about just our primal wounding, right? Like the things that happened often enough when we were kids that they became like we started to develop like low self-worth or a sense of like, this is dangerous. And I will say that Chiron is, Chiron spends a really long time in a sign. So like James, you have Chiron in the sign of Taurus as do like people on, you know, eight years worth of people born in the late seventies, early eighties have, but the wounding for that is around self-worth, right? It's around feeling like, mm you're not valuable enough. Right. And, and sometimes this Taurus is a sign that's about money and about abundance and love and pleasure and all that good stuff that we want as humans. Um, so Chiron and Taurus, and it shows up in a million different ways, but it's sort of this idea that we get of like, I don't know. I don't know how to attract what I want to me. I don't know how to make money. I don't know how to, I don't know if I'm worthy. I don't know if I'm skilled. Right. I don't know if I really have what it takes. Like, are people really going to love me? Mm. So, you know, I don't know if any of those feel relevant to you, 
Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah it does. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think I imagine it feels relative to a lot of us in the recovery <laughs> community, but yeah, yeah, it absolutely does. Yeah. Yeah. So when you decided to um, get sober, Ceres, which is that asteroid that's about taking care of yourself, Ceres was plopped right on top of your Chiron. So it was this sort of meeting of this inner knowing that says, it is time for me to like nourish myself in ways that I wasn't taught how to do. And part of that is going to be around figuring out this piece of like, how can I feel more worthy, right? How can I really see that I'm worthy of pleasure and I'm worthy of joy and of money and of things that feel good and comfort. So Ceres kind of came along and started working with Chiron and, and these two are like, all right, let's do this. Let's, let's kind of get him to take care of himself a little bit more. Okay. Would you say Natha that like, like I know in human design, if you have like undefined centers that, um, that are open for conditioning that you end up being able to, I guess, gain the most wisdom in those areas. Like, would you say that in our charts that sometimes like the greatest sources of wounding, um, are also like the places where we end up like gaining our wisdom or maybe really focusing on and honing in on in our life? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, for example, James, you have Chiron in Taurus and in your bio, right? You're saying like, I am an advocate. I work with the queer community. I work with the sober community. Like, and, and here you guys have this podcast, like spiritual misfits and rebels. Like it sort of seems to me, Loy, it sort of seems <laughs> to me like in healing your own like sense of worthiness, like what you're doing is you're out in the community being like, hey, you're a weirdo, you're a freak, you're a misfit, you're a rebel. Come on, you're my people. You're so worthy. You're so amazing. And so I don't know, is that that could be me putting words in your mouth, but how does that sound to you? It, it absolutely is a, a majority <laughs> of what I spend my time writing. Mm -hmm. So it it absolutely lands. And it kind of just trips me out because I'm like trying to process it all because again, like I Yeah, you're hypnotized right now with all this information. <laughs> I could tell. Yeah. I mean, I would be too. Yeah. I like, I like no, I'm just like, now I just need a session with Nathan. <laughs> What's happening with Luna? Like, like, I'm like so curious. Okay. Yeah. Any other information you're able to pull? Off yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I will say that James, the series in your chart. So now we're talking about the series that you were born with is in the sign of Leo. And so Leo is a sign that really wants to be seen. Right. Again, we're talking about that, like, you know, the sun traditionally rules the sign of Leo. So we were talking about your son earlier, but now we're talking about Ceres. And with Ceres, it's like, what did you not get? What did you not get as a child, as a baby that you really needed in terms of your nurturing? So somebody with Ceres and Leo like you have, it's like you didn't get the validation. You didn't get the. um that sense of, you know, like when you're looking at your cat or your dog or your kid and you're just like, you're the most marvelous, amazing, handsome beast that I've ever seen. And you're so <laughs> soft and you're so delicious, right? 
Like that's kind of what your little like soul needed and probably didn't get it. And I just say that because with series, there's always an element of loss of like, you know, you know, I, I needed this. I didn't get it. And so now your job for all of us, we have a series job if we wish to take it of like remothering yourself, right? So how do you see yourself? How do you pet yourself and, you know, admire yourself and validate yourself and attune to yourself? And that's kind of your, it's one of your missions in life. So I don't know. How does that feel? That makes a lot of sense. But I do kind of want to ask you, you know, since you and I both have this relation, what were you able to take out of your first reading from this? Were you given the same kind of uh, guidance and hints or were yours completely different? Well, uh, so in terms of like my very first astrology reading, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she basically said, look, you, um, you know, you're, you are always going to feel, I'll give you just an example. Like you're always going to feel unseen. You're always going to feel sort of like you have to put on an act in order to get what you want from people. And that was pretty, pretty in alignment with what it was like in my family, right? It's like, I had to like, be smiley and funny and always in a good mood and never rolling my eyes when underneath the surface, I was like this bitch, right? And, and I was this like angry, like, fuck you, I don't want to know. But I couldn't show that. I just had to be like, hi. And she explained that to me. And it was like, I just kind of thought I was this like covert bitch. But learning about it was like, oh, no oh no, I can like, the bitchiness really comes from having to hide and from not being able to just be my powerful self. And you know, this is, we're always looking at lifelong work in our charts, right? We don't ever just like, I healed it, it's over, done. I still find that coming up, especially with my family, where I'm like, oh my God, these people, but I understand it more. Right. And I don't feel as trapped by it. I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. I can go be powerful at my house where I live with my people and I'll put on my act for you for an hour and then we'll keep going. But I mean, does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like you have a unique way of like reading a chart that I have a feeling that it wouldn't be that same experience. Like with, with everybody, I, I just feel this like intuitiveness of how you're, interpreting the information like I guess I'm wondering about like because I I actually have not like I'm realizing I have not had somebody read my astrology chart as I've done with um you know human design and that it's such a different layer that comes in when someone that knows what the fuck they're looking at can add all of these elements and interpretations like am I getting that right that there are some like unique things that you pick up on or that connections that that you make when you're also doing these readings yeah no and I think that you and I have kind of talked about this before Ashley and you kind of mentioned it even at the beginning of our time together um I do feel like a lot of it just comes through Mm -hmm. right so I know a lot of astrology I I have studied these things in depth and when I was doing my apprenticeship like, I swear I was getting downloads every night, I, every morning, I would wake up and be like, 
oh my God, it was a Uranus night or like, wow, Neptune. And it, I couldn't really remember the information, but like all night, my brain was like, Neptune, this, this, this. So I know the astrology really well, but half the time when I'm talking, I'm just like, where did that come from? Okay. Or I'll go yep. off on a tangent and be like, I don't know why I just said that. Does that make sense to you? And the person will be like, yeah, totally. So yeah, I can, t- I totally feel like you're just pulling it through and the charts, just like the jumping off point, like cards would be. Um, I do feel like we do end up attracting a lot of people that they're kind of coming out of the closet. Would you say like with their gifts and like kind of being like, wow, like, can I really do this? Can I really be this? Is this really like a career? So I also just have this curiosity about you of what it was like to like, move into this and be like, I'm fucking doing this as a business because you're somebody that has done it and you're really successful with it to the point where you get to choose like who you take and what you work with or what you're going to do. You have a shit ton of followers on Instagram. And it's like, what was it like for you to actually say like, I'm going to do this? Yeah. (laughs) It's, It's so funny. Like that coming out of the closet, like I've shared this on Instagram where there's still some people and they're like, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, uh, I'm a consultant. (laughs) (laughs) Astrology is weird. Um, well, I was really lucky because I, like I said, I did an apprenticeship with a master astrologer who has a thriving business in California. Her name is Jamie Kale Miller. And one of the things that was involved in the apprenticeship was that I ended up actually working for her in her practice for a year after I was done learning. And she is a total Virgo, right? And if any of you listening know about Virgos, Virgos are like structured details, systems. And so she really taught me the back end of how to like run a business period, right? And so then it was just a matter of, you know, I got tons of experience, tons of practice working in a busy practice. And then when I decided to branch out on my own, it was like, I had all of the I had all the fundamentals. So then it was about how do I find clients? And, you know, I think that most of my clients come from word of mouth, right? And then at this point, a lot of clients come from Instagram and from interviews and whatnot. But I think that if you are good at what you do, and I mean, not to like be tooting my horn, but Ashley, you know this, right? Because I remember the first time that I worked with you, I was like, oh my God. Right. And it's that kind of thing that keeps people coming back and that says, hey, you've got to see this lady. Right. She's I worked with her. She's amazing. So I think that's where I've gotten. And I also will tell you that I had several Saturn transits. I've, I've been in Saturn transits for like the last four years. And what that means is I touched on this a little bit with you, James. Saturn's like, get it together, work it out, do the thing, be responsible, create the structure don't mess this up. And so I had that support of like, okay, you've got to make this work. You've got to do this. And, you know, I'm here now. I love it. And it's definitely what I'm supposed to be doing. I feel that strongly. And very good at it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I want you to share like where people can find you to like book with you and to like follow you and all the things that you're, you're doing. 
Yeah. Yeah. So you can find me. I'm on Instagram pretty much every day. That's like my favorite platform. And it's at Natha underscore Campanella underscore astrology. You can also find me on my website, um, NathaCampanella.com. And I have a podcast called Star Narratives. But, you know, basically, you can put in like Natha because it's such a strange name. Put in Natha and astrology and it'll all pop up on Google. I love that. Someone was saying, um, let's see, Loy was saying that you gave um, her confirmation about an issue that she's been having. She's like, I won't go off on a tangent, but I feel like I'm crazy when I'm reading and wondering where did that come from? And the client is always amazed, like, wow. Um, but I'm always questioning and doubting myself. So we did just drop this comment as well of Nathan's website. Um so it sounds like you gave Loy um, some, maybe we normalized here today, that the information is just there and that we don't know how we know, but it's just sort of there and we're just kind of pulling it through. You're channeling the information through, essentially, is how I'm seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. And Loy, I'm sure that's exactly what you're doing, too, is just, and I find that, like, the less attached, when I'm having readings where I'm feeling really, like, mental and I'm like, Oh God, I've got to come up with the right thing to say and the right wisdom. Those are the readings that are the hardest. Um, but when I'm just kind of in the flow and I'm just like bouncing around the chart and stuff's coming out, those take, that's like, there's no pressure on me. Cause I'm just like, Hey, I'm tuning in with whatever the universe wants you to hear and it makes it easier. <laughs> Well, Natha, I, well, not only thank you so much for doing my chart, but I want to thank you for coming on because Ashley and I continue to have conversations about how now more than ever, it's important for all the healers and light workers to really come into their own as we go through this major, major change that we're going through. So thank you so much for letting people know that it's time to own their power and to, to step into their gifts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I am so... I, I agree with that wholeheartedly is that when the world is being extra strange as it is, and there is so much confusion and we're all like, wait, what's really happening and what, what's going on here that there are so many healers and light workers on the planet right now to hold the space and to help people do their thing. So if you, and Ashley, you probably have this too. I know I have this, like, if, if you have an inkling of like, I, I think I'm supposed to be doing something like this. Like, yes, the answer is yes, you are. It's just a matter of figuring out like, what, what is it that's, you know, mm -hmm. like, what are you here to do? It's like, if you're listening to this fucking podcast, so you're probably one of those <laughs> exactly. vibration, if not. Um, so who do you really like get excited to read for? Like if we were to put it out there of like, oh, I would love to like, work with clients like this right now? Who are those people? I mean, honestly, I love working with people that really want to see themselves clearly, that are really like, look, I want the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, I don't want you to sugarcoat it. And I will say, like, I am not a doom and gloom astrologer. I will not be translating scary stuff in your chart or being like, oh boy, you're going to have a really shitty year next year. That's <laughs> no, no self-fulfilling prophecies, which I totally, if I hear something bad's going to happen, then I'm like, oh no. Um, but I will give it to you in, you know, ways that are like, you might have some shadow, right? Like what is the shadow? And it, 
it will open, it will crack you open. So I'm basically loving clients that are willing to see themselves and want, want more information, want to know. Yes. Yeah. So she's also really into Carolyn Elliott. And so when I realized that she was all about Carolyn Elliott, then like bonded over that because you have such a hard on from Karen. I totally do. Just like I do for Tasha Silver and uh, Tosha Silver. <laughs> yeah. So um, real quick, you know, when it comes to astrology, okay, just so people get a clearer picture on this that aren't uh, familiar with it. Uh, when you outline astrology, you're talking about good times, bad times. Can you outline a little bit more of that, what that means versus like a psychic reading where psychics, you know, we, we've had a lot of people talk about free will versus, you know, this is going to be your future mm -hmm. astrology. How does it play into the big scope of things? Well, I mean, there are some things that, that we can say, yes, this is faded in your chart, but we also have free will, right? So we can always go in and change it because in astrology, every planet and sign and house and archetype has the really difficult side and the really amazing side. So usually we're bouncing back and forth all along the spectrum. Mm. Some people... Some people are here to live a life of less consciousness, right? So they're here to kind of like suffer and struggle. And that's just how it works. But if they decide at some point, I don't want to do the suffering and struggling. I want to work towards the awareness part of it. Great. The option is open. And what happens with the planets in the sky, and that's when I'm saying like, it could be a crazy year next year. I'm talking about transits meaning the planets in the sky come in to connect with the planets in our natal chart. Um, 2020, right? We had a really significant transit of Pluto and Saturn coming into conjunct and, and be next to each other. And that made it hard for us, right? But some of us suffered terribly through the whole year. It was nothing but doom and gloom and awfulness. And some of us were like, I don't know. I like there's certain elements of this that I like, and I now know that I need to change my life because this doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we can totally use these things to our advantage, pivot, change, improve if we want. And then the last question that I had was, what's your podcast called? Because I also wanted to, I know that we did an interview on it that I need to share and I need to go follow it, but what's the name of it? It's called Star Narratives. And actually, Ashley, I haven't um, published yours yet. And when I do, I will let you know. And then you guys can all come and listen to Ashley and myself talk. I would love that. Yeah. Um, okay. So thank you for answering a million questions because I feel like we were just like, just very basic on our astrology knowledge. And I feel like you educated us and I did you, what did you learn? What is your biggest takeaway from this that you're going to be pondering all night? Well, I felt naked in front of that. I felt like I was being very seen. I felt, but like I, it, it really did resonate and it, it made a lot of sense, especially with the Saturn aspect of it mm -hmm. and really being like, like, bitch, it's time to get your shit together. So, yeah. You know, now I want to call everyone like Saturn as a compliment. Like you are really my Saturn influence. You are my Saturn influence in life. <laughs> so, but it was yeah. really, really interesting. I, I probably will want to contact you for a more in-depth analysis of things in the yeah. future. So thank you I for- I really want to do a reading with yeah, you Yeah, expanding now. my mind. And I hope you'll come back to the round table sometime. Yeah, I would love to. And I would love to work with both of you. And I would love to hang out with you guys. So I'm 
going to be a podcast listener because you guys are hilarious. I was just <laughs> laughing here, like all by myself in this room, listening to you guys before I came on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, keep on keeping on the journey, man. Thank you so Thank much. You, Thank awesome. you guys. Have fun tonight. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So we are also, for everyone that's listening to the audio version, going to put like all of Natha's links. Um, I feel like I need to say it with a different A because I feel like I'm saying it with a hard A instead of a soft A. So I kind of caught myself when I heard her say her own name. Natha. So I, I apologize for miss. I, I slightly said it wrong. But we're going to put all of her links in the show notes. And if you want to contact her, follow her on Instagram and get, you know, all up in that, like you should, because I'm going to be, I like need a reading now. I need to know what's going on with my planets. That's because you're a control freak. I feel like that started last year for me, though, because, I mean, it would line up date wise. That That's when I was like, OK, I need to fucking, you know, do some therapy about childhood. And I'm pretty sure that either the influence was there or it, it started. Right. Mm -hmm. Don't you mm -hmm. think it's underway? Mm -hmm. Keep my mouth shut. So, you know, it's how like some remodeling going on. <laughs> you got to pull out some old tile, though. Yeah. Are we going with the whole remodeling metaphor. Well, like I feel like the shadow stuff is like intense, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like that's when I was like, I thought I was out of the closet, but I'm not enough out of the closet. And I'm like a fucking channel and I just need to own this shit and like go big or go home, right? Well, yeah, that's what you're, you're, that's you're like happening. empowering other people to do. So yeah, mm -hmm. the more you empower yourself to do it. And hopefully people listening, like if like Natha's story, like if you become intrigued by something, if you feel a calling from within your heart, like pursue your passion. Yeah. Like if you feel that like you have this intuitive gift, like pursue it, you know? And, and I, I love that you're exploring that more and more coming out of all kinds of all closets. All kinds of closets. Yeah. Um, Anything else that we want to share with everybody? The business universe. I will promo myself because what? Last week I tried to talk oh, to you. About I know, business. but I don't. Like, I told nah, him I was like, I don't nah. need a setup. That he wants to be like. I felt like I, you know, Ryan Seacrest on Kiss FM. No, you guys don't listen to that anymore. But he's just like, hey, like Sophia, like you just got a car, and like, where did you get that auto insurance from? And like, and she's like, oh yeah, Ryan, like thanks for asking. I just saved fifty nine dollars okay. on my auto insurance, and I was like, that's not what we're going for here. Okay, if you ever compare <laughs> me to Ryan Seacrest again, we're gonna have huge spiritual marital problems. All right, but but no, like uh. I was trying to talk to her about her week and right away I got shut down because she felt it was too cheesy. Because so, I thought that he was like trying to this is set why me I, up and that. Yeah. And I was like, this is why I'm a homosexual. <laughs> this kind of energy that I get from you. But the business universe is taking new members through the end of April. And so I will drop links as well in our show notes. If anyone is diving into creating their healing business, whether they are getting into coaching or they're an energy healer, or they're a reader of some kind or a medium, it is a place for the first 18 months to dive in and to actually be with other people that like, you can talk about your business, but then you can also be like, yeah, like you should talk to your guides about that as well. And that everyone in the room is just like, yeah, that's, that's great for you, right? Because sometimes you can go into like a like a business mastermind and it's just a bunch of normies, which I know I know 
I'm kind of stealing that from the recovery community. We'll call them muggles. <laughs> if you go into a... <laughs> I feel like you're going to definitely run with muggles now. Oh, gonna... I kind of have been, I yeah. I feel like you're totally oh, going to yeah. get sued by I've... JK. <laughs> Should we... Uh, well, we'll think of a different word. <laughs> Season to Ashley. But if you try to go into like, you know, the business route with only muggles, that you could be like, well, I was talking to my guides and they told me to do this. And they'd all be like, what? Nobody can see your crazy eyes. I know they can't see them. But anyway, it's, I really love it for that. Um, And if you feel like you need more of those people in your life, as well as you're growing your business, it's perfect for that. Okay. So should we get in celebration? mode for driving to your birthday i really want to do karaoke with our friend ashley in the car this is not your birthday i know but what if we serenade you so let's wrap it up here so we can okay okay we love you thank you thank you for being with us happy birthday james thank you (laughs) Bye. bye